if you listen to episode 22, I think about my journey to becoming a brand strategist or any of my branding challenge episodes, you know that brand photography and imagery is really important in cultivating a strong brand online. And I actually have a background as a creative manager. And part of my work was to oversee all of the creative work done in my department at a nonprofit. And part of that work included styling photo shoots, sometimes with models, lots of props, lots of locations, often over multiple days. And while I'm not a photographer, as a designer, I have kind of that eye that you need to create great photos. And what I want to talk about today is why brand photography is so important, how to get great brand photos, and what to do if you don't have brand photos, and how you can make that work for your brand. You're listening to Aesthetically Speaking. On this podcast, we're talking about all things branding, logos, colors, fonts, and the strategy behind it all. It seems like these days it's easier than ever to build an audience, but harder than ever to stand out online. My name's Rebecca, and I'm a brand strategist and designer. I'm here with my sister, Abby, a lawyer who needs a creative outlet. Together, we're going to talk about how to bring your brand to life. I have done dozens, literally dozens, of brand photo shoots for myself and for clients throughout the years. And I really want you to get photos that work for you. I actually have a client coming to Dallas this spring for a VIP workshop. And I'm directing her brand photo shoot while she's here. So going through all of the minutiae of what she's going to wear, where we're going to do them, what photographer we're going to use, all of that. So I really believe that your photos are an important part of cultivating a refined personal brand. And the reason that photos are so different, especially like professional brand photos, as opposed to just showing your face on Instagram every now and again, is that it cultivates a more solid image. So I don't think that you always have to show up the way that you look in your brand photos. But I also think that if you only ever show up in a really casual, in the moment kind of setting, it's going to be hard for people to know what level of business owner you are. So I'm going to walk you through the ins and outs of getting brand photos that you love, choosing brand photos and choosing imagery for your brand overall. And the first thing that I want you to understand is that brand photography is different from family photography, wedding photography, or even just portrait photography. It is a different kind of process. It is a different kind of experience. And these photos need to fulfill a different objective. They have to capture your brand. So it's not good enough for you to just get a nice, clear headshot. These photos really need to say something about who you are and what value you bring to the world. No pressure, right? So that being said, you have to know what your brand is before you can get great brand photos. And that's not to say that you shouldn't have family photos or headshots that you use, but it's really just not enough to have some pictures of you like doing what you do you need to get pictures that reflect the identity of your business. So get brand photos. And I think this is where my clients really have the advantage of working with me as their strategist and their creative director, because I have the ability to really think outside the box and say, what could we create visually 
that would represent who you are beyond just, I'm a coach, so I'm going to take a picture of me on Zoom, right? For my own brand photos, I created this like 12 foot by 20 foot backdrop that I painted hot pink because that was an important concept for me to convey to my ideal clients that what I am doing is big, that it's all encompassing, that it's creative, that it's messy, but it's visually appealing. And so even though I have never painted a wall for a client, that concept helped communicate what I do as a brand designer. So my one-on-one clients get a lot of support in planning and executing photos with this excruciating detail because they understand that their photos are going to say just as much about them as their website or their podcast or their content will. And I really believe that your photos kind of round out your online presence. So you have the way that you show up on an Instagram story and you have the kind of content that you create on your podcast. And even if you are a very real, down-to-earth, not fancy kind of coach or consultant or service provider, having professional photos, and that doesn't mean stiff or boring, right? We'll talk about that. But having those professional photos helps people take you seriously, helps people know that you've invested in your own business and they can invest in you. So it builds that trust in a really good way. So let's dive in and talk about how to get the best brand photos. And the number one thing that I need to tell you is to find the right photographer. And you need to know what to look for in a brand photographer. And the first thing is they can't be a wedding photographer who takes great photos. I really find that the best brand photos come from people who specialize in this. So people who understand what an online brand needs and what it looks like for business owners. So I am very connected to brand photographers in, I would say, the Western United States. So if that's something that you need help with, you can absolutely reach out to me and I would love to connect you with some of the talented professionals that I have worked with. But beyond just finding a good photographer, you need to find the right photographer for your brand. So this involves A, having a brand, right? And if if you've worked with me, you know exactly what to look for because I'm going to help you know what kind of colors, what kind of lighting, what kind of setting, what kind of editing you need for your photos. But those are the kinds of things that you need to look at. So you need to consider, is my brand really bright and vibrant or is it more dark and moody with deeper colors and heavier blacks and maybe some more shadows, okay? In terms of setting, I rarely recommend that my clients do brand photos outside unless there's a really compelling concept we want to explore. So I have helped clients do photos with architecture and buildings in the background where they're outside, but I don't typically recommend doing something like in a field or an orchard because it feels a little bit more like family photography and we want this to speak to your business. You also want to consider the kind of vibe in terms of posing and editing that your photographer is going to give you. Sometimes you want a really casual approach and sometimes you want a really structured approach. I personally like to have a photographer who will pose me. It's very important to me that I look my best. And so I look for a photographer who will catch the stray hairs and tuck in my shirt and make sure that I don't have any unwanted rolls showing in the photo. 
you might want somebody that just allows you to come and express yourself and have fun. I think there's kind of a happy medium in there, but you should look through your photographer's portfolio. And if you like the photos that they have taken so far, you'll probably like yours. If you like one aspect, but not all of them, I would talk to that photographer and ask them if they can work with the kind of style that you're looking for. Okay. So one thing that you really need to be aware of is the way that your photos are edited. And every photographer has their own style and some will have a heavier, more obvious style and others will be more subtle. I really like to get photos that are what is called in the biz true to color, meaning I want my skin and my surroundings to look the same in the pictures as they do in real life. I don't like a really warm edit where skin takes on a slightly more red or orange tone. And I don't like a really cool edit where skin can sometimes look a little bit more yellow or gray. So I want to be as pink in the photos as I am in real life. That's personal preference. It's not a right or a wrong, but having a professionally designed brand will help you know what kinds of decisions to make because your photos should match the rest of your brand. If your brand has bright primary colors and clean white backgrounds, it wouldn't make sense for you to take moody, dark photos on a staircase, right? So you need to be thinking about that. Most photographers will involve you in some element of planning the photo shoot, but I have found that you will really need to take the reins or you'll need to hire somebody like me who will be bossy and say, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're looking for. This is how we're going to do it because they don't always have the exact same vision that you have. What I want to say is even the best photographers who involve you in the planning process will need you to be the expert on your brand and say, this is what's right and this is what's not. So that brings me to the second principle, which is look the part. And I want you to notice that I did not say look your best because I think how you look in your brand photos can vary based on your brand. So you should look the way that you feel most confident, but that doesn't always mean that you have to wear a ball gown or even necessarily dress up and do something super fancy, okay? So you need to know what your brand is to get photos that align with that. But you should capture your style of work and your personality in the way that you dress and style yourself. So my favorite photos have been a combination of kind of casual and polished. So I like to wear dressier things than I would wear in real life, but then I like to sit on the ground or the top of the table with my computer to kind of show that personable, approachable side of me. And because I want my clients to feel like we're just sitting down together to figure out their brand, but that I am also an expert and I know what I'm doing and they can trust me to deliver the value that I'm promising. So I like to dress up a little bit more. I'll often wear heels, but I will often balance my outfits by doing something casual. And the truth is that you need to choose outfits based on your brand and based on how you want to use these photos. So this is where, again, working with a creative director like me will really help. Sometimes I tell my clients to wear their actual brand colors, but sometimes we opt for outfits that are more subtle, but still reflect their brand either by the types of colors or the patterns that they're wearing. So 
If you have a style guide or a brand guide that outlines your colors, your fonts, and the objectives of your brand, I want you to look at that and try to find pictures or outfits on Pinterest or wherever that you feel like complement or coordinate with that guide. And I want you to consider not just the colors of the clothing, but the cut and the way that they're styled. So a plain white button-down blouse can be very masculine or it can be very feminine, depending on whether it's buttoned up all the way, whether it's unbuttoned, whether it's tied, whether it's tucked, whether it's not, whether it's under a sweater or over a shirt. And so you need to really consider not just what the clothes look like, but how they are put together. And sometimes I will actually make my clients pull out their clothes so I can see the setup together. Because the other thing that you want to consider is the way that you will be wearing these outfits depending on the setting. So if you're planning on sitting versus standing versus behind a desk or in front of a desk, you want to consider that so that your lines are staying long and things aren't cut off. I took some pictures that I loved in front of a desk, but because I was wearing lower waisted pants and the desk was lower, it created this weird optical illusion where it looked like my legs had been cut off from my body. So in that instance, it would have been better to wear my monochromatic outfit, which I wore in different photos to create that continuity. So consider where you're going to be wearing them and the kind of poses that you're going to be doing. Tip number three for getting the most out of your brand photos is to plan, plan, plan. I cannot emphasize this enough. You cannot show up to your brand photo shoot and say, well, let's take some photos, right? You have got to make a plan for what you want. Otherwise, you're going to walk away with hopefully a bunch of lovely photos that will either all be the same, and so you really only have a few to work from, or you'll have a whole selection of photos, but none of them will really be what you want. So you have to be prepared to put on your creative director hat and say, this is what we're doing. So when I am directing a photo shoot, I bring a shot list and I would often have an assistant next to me saying, okay, we've got enough of this shot. We're going to move on to the next one. Because depending on how much time you have, you want to make sure that you're wearing all your outfits, that you're doing all of the poses, that you've got all the settings that you want. So in terms of what shots I want to make sure that I get or that I would give to most clients I would say you definitely need some headshots, some clear pictures of you looking right at the camera cropped from the waist up. Those will always be useful. But that can be done by a good photographer in five to eight minutes. You do not need to spend a ton of time getting your headshots. I would rather you spend the rest of your time getting more personality shots. Sometimes that looks like you posing as if you're working right? I like to do a few photos on my computer or on my iPad where I'm actually designing. It also looks like photos that capture your personality. So for me, that's sitting on the table. It's drinking a Dr. Pepper. It's mapping out a mood board. It's writing in my journal. It's even just placing my hands over my heart and capturing a specific feeling, okay? But I would go through and I would literally write out the shots that you want to get from your photographer and outline how long is it going to take me to get these photos? And 
your photographer may have different packages depending on how they like to do photography. So I typically do a two hour photo shoot and I like to do that about every 18 to 24 months. And the reason for that is I like to go all out. (laughs) I get all the outfits, all the props. It's a very intense process and I want to get photos that will last until I feel like I look different. You may prefer a less intense photo shoot that happens more often. I have thought myself about moving to maybe a quarterly model where I just go with one or two outfits and get some photos just to bring some fresh things to my brand. But if you are going to do brand photos, I think that you should do them right. So you need some headshots, you need some personality shots, and then you need what I like to call lifestyle shots. So these are photos that often have you in the picture, but you're not looking at the camera. You're doing something, you're styling something. It's kind of a behind the scenes, in the moment kind of photo. And these work great on websites and social media content because you can overlay them with other text without putting any text over your face, which sometimes looks weird. So I would go through and outline your shots based on those three types of photos. And you may have more specific ideas. You may say, I really want pictures of me at this table and I want them to feel this kind of way. Or I really want to take photos with this wall and I want them to look like this. But you cannot expect to go to your photo shoot with no photos in mind and walk away with something that you're satisfied by. So that brings me to tip number four for getting the best brand photos for your brand. And that is to bring the energy to your photo shoot. And this is where I like to say the magic happens because there will often be times where despite intense planning and organizing and time management during the shoot, you find yourself feeling a certain vibe or getting a certain idea when you're in the moment. And I think you need to allow yourself the time and space and energy to follow through on that. For example, I planned to do photos on a specific stool. I wanted kind of an editorial shot. But while we were doing those photos, which turned out fine, I just had the idea of sitting down on the ground and spreading out everything around me. I wanted it to kind of capture that messy, creative process. And even though it wasn't on the shot list, and even though it wasn't the outfit that I thought I would be wearing when I was going to be putting stuff on the ground, it just felt right. And we went with it. And those have been some of my absolute favorite photos. So you have to plan enough that you have the ability to be creative when the moment arises. I also want to warn you that preparing for and being the model in a photo shoot is very exhausting. Every time I do a brand photo shoot, whether I'm the one being photographed or just the one directing the shoot, I am exhausted afterwards. I go home, I get some Chick-fil-A and I just collapse because it is very exhausting to bring that high level of energy for a long period of time. I actually don't recommend that my clients do longer than about 90 minutes because it is really intense. If you've watched America's Next Top Model, you know that photo shoots are not easy. It really requires physical and mental energy to be present. So a couple things that I've found have really helped me. Number one is to be really well hydrated. You would be surprised how just smiling open mouth for an hour can really, really dry you out. 
So make sure you have a water bottle. Make sure you bring some chapstick. I really like to have somebody else do my hair and makeup if possible. And this is just because it takes one more thing off of my list, especially if I'm already bringing some of my props. I'm the model. I'm trying to connect with the photographer. So if possible, I like to outsource hair and makeup to somebody else. And my personal preference for makeup is to wear about 30% more than you would for an event or a night out. And it's just because professional lighting, even if it's just natural lighting, really washes you out. And so without some heavier makeup, you're going to look more tired and more worn out than you really are. So if you feel like you look a little bit cakey, like it's a little bit much, you're probably you're probably right in the right spot. So you want to make sure that you're hydrated. You want to make sure that you've got your hair and makeup. I also feel like it helps me be really confident that I look my best when I haven't just put on my usual tinted moisturizer and called it a day. But I also love to tell the photographer what kind of music I want to listen to while we're shooting. And music really has the ability to lift your mood. I've actually even started including playlists for my clients in their brand strategy because it really captures the feeling and it can help you maintain this energy as you're getting your photos taken. So consider some photos. I also like to plan for a break. So about halfway through the shoot, plan for just a five or 10 minute bathroom break. And you can get a drink, you can sit down, you can close your mouth and frown for a little bit. I just find that planning for a break helps me maintain that energy a little bit better. Now, before I end, I have one extra piece of advice. And that is that when possible, you should bring another person with you to the photo shoot. And when I go to a photo shoot with my clients, I'm operating as the creative director and also the backup. So I will take B-roll footage. I'll take behind the scenes videos. I help capture some of those moments because again, this is all about cultivating your online presence. And it's not just the photos themselves that do that. It's the way that the photos are captured. And I have found that my clients really, really appreciate having somebody there. So if I can't be there for you, see if you can get a friend, an assistant, even your husband to come and get some of that behind the scenes footage because it multiplies the amount of content that you can create from your photos. And it also rounds out the entire experience. So to recap, my five tips for getting the best brand photos is number one, to find the right photographer and consider the photography style that's right for your brand. Number two is to look the part so that you can be confident that your photos are reflecting the kind of image that you want for your brand and that your business needs. Number three is to plan more than you think you need to. Number four is to bring the energy. And number five is to bring a friend. Now, if you don't have brand photos or you're not able to take them, I want to give you some advice on how to cultivate a professional brand image. And the truth is that it's going to be hard. So you need to do two things. Number one, you got to work with what you got. So take the photos that you have, find your favorite ones, and use those consistently. I cannot tell you how many people use a photo from a family photo shoot they did three years ago, a photo that they took in their office yesterday, a selfie that they grabbed in the car. That's not going to work, okay? You've got to narrow it down and say, these are my quote-unquote brand photos, 
that I am using until I get real brand photos. So take what you have and I want you to edit them all the same way, match them to your brand guide. So make sure that they are consistent in color, in lighting, in style as best you can, and then use those consistently. I cannot tell you how far it will go just to do this. And then in addition to working with any photos that you already have, you can supplement by getting really creative with stock photography. And I help my clients do this. So beyond telling them what kind of brand photos to take, I will actually give them specific instructions for finding stock photos that will work for their brand. Now, all stock photos are created equal. There are some really bad, really cheesy stock photos out there, and there are some really good ones. So my advice is to, you're not going to be surprised by this, but go back to your brand strategy. What is the core message of your brand? And what is the feeling that that message brings out? Take those feelings and ask yourself the kinds of photos that would help evoke those feelings. So for example, my client, Aubin, her brand is all about running your business like a woman and embracing your natural gifts and sensitivities and your energy as a woman to grow a successful business. She wants her brand to feel very smart, but also very light and fun and intuitive. So I wanted to look for photos that would help capture those feelings in an abstract way. I'm not looking for photos of generic women cheering behind a computer, right? That doesn't say anything. So I started looking for photos of plants blooming in nature because that's a natural evolution of growth. It's an example of leaning into your innate gifts. And it's also very feminine. So we started exploring that. I also loved the idea of using imagery of birds, anything taking flight, anything growing. I didn't want to use anything that felt masculine or heavy. So we started looking for pictures of lights and light sources. Now, Aubin got wonderful professional brand photos and we're supplementing those brand photos with some of this stock photography. What I want you to avoid is looking for anything that is cheesy or really overly staged unless that is aligned with your brand. So when you're looking for stock photos, I think it's appropriate to look for photos of somebody working at a computer. But consider the overall feeling of that photo and consider the styling and the editing of that photo. So something that has a little bit more movement is going to feel more casual and more authentic. Something that's very straight on with clean lines and angles is going to feel a little bit more professional, sophisticated, and sometimes corporate. So you want to take all of that into account when you're finding photos for your brand. I would not advise that anyone who is building a personal brand use photos of other people unless you have a really good reason for doing it. I do not want to see a photo of somebody else on your website. I want your website to be all about you. And even if that means that you're reusing the same three photos over and over, I think that is better than having stock photos of other people doing the things that you're doing. I think it's just confusing and it weakens your brand image because it's somebody else representing who you are and what you do instead of you. The other tip for finding great stock photos is just to keep it simple. Don't feel like you need to find photos that represent everything you do in your business. Just one aspect will be fine. And as long as you're matching 
the colors, the feeling, and the style of your brand, your stock photos are going to turn out okay. The truth is, not many people have great brand photos, and that's exactly why they're so powerful in cultivating a strong online presence. So if you are willing to put the time and energy and financial resources towards great branding and great brand photos, I think you'll be surprised how much more recognizable you are and how much more consistent your online presence becomes. I hope this information was helpful for you. If you would like to talk more about coordinating a photo shoot for your brand, send me a message on Instagram or connect with me on email and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to Aesthetically Speaking. If you want to support the podcast, please leave us a nice review or connect with us on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. 